Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 This is the Bulldozer Matt Tremont. That there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m. Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus! God and baby. Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Abbott, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Page, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. Your company that comes on first tonight's this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together, like my nuts. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town, and Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. The shit is bananas, bananas. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cutting of Jim, fella. This is Greg Excellent, bearded dragon in the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it. Chase the man. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope one more cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that rock, you want to fuck that. Black dude, how? This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you! Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio, Hot Tag Podcast, Crossover Show. I'm your host, J-Cap Morris, as well as Shaheen over there and Boxman in the Cup. What's going on? What's going on, dude? What's up? John. Yeah, <laughs> we're actually on time this time. It's not a Monday show, so we're back on Sundays. Uh, yeah. Back on a regular schedule. Uh, got, a, got a decent amount of topics here, honestly. We didn't even uh, plan any of this out as usual. Uh, we didn't get too many questions, but there's a there's a ton of topics we can get into. Um, then we can start out with Jersey All Pro. I think that 
It's worth mentioning, Jersey All-Pro did a... Have you watched JEP back in the day? They used to have this thing called Worldwide uh, TV or whatever it was. It was a TV show. You can catch some of it on on YouTube. Um, back in the day, it was, was real dope shit because they used to have like a... You remember that segment they used to have, the Ouch Files? Yeah. Yep. They used to have a ton of cool shit like that with like, you know, like the Hit Squad, their old gimmick was picking up like these jobbers and like throwing them against fucking walls and shit. Um, they had all kinds of crazy shit. Now, this time they had a worldwide taping. They didn't announce any matches at all. Like, at all. Had no idea who was going to be there. Uh, first JAP show I've, I've missed in like a couple years. Uh, and I'm kind of glad. Not to suck a dick. I love JAP, but Jesus Christ, man. This lineup was absolutely horrendous, and uh, I, I barely knew any of the people. JP typically, like you, you know, they fucking stacked the card. Um, this one, I don't know what the fuck they were shooting for. It literally looked like there was maybe thirty people in the crowd. Um, there was two rows, and like one of the rows had six people, like three front row, three second row. So I don't know, man. I don't know what the draw was like. I don't know. I'm guessing uh, Matt Wolf. You know, I know he was there. That's one person that was definitely there. Um, other than that, man, it, it kind of looked like a disaster. What are your thoughts overall? Yeah. Um, do so. Well, yeah, I was talking to Pierre the other night, who's, you know, a part owner of Jersey All Pro Wrestling. Um, and, yeah, I'm not going to get too inside or anything or say anything I shouldn't say, but um, I'll definitely give you my opinion. And, you know, he, he had nothing to do with this show. Um, he took a step back. He has some personal stuff going on, so he took a step back. And um, this was mostly through the vision of Steve Monstamac. And um, there's somewhat of a vision that they, they have going on to try to build talent and try to start from the ground up type of deal and, you know, bring all this unknown, undiscovered talent and um, make it into a big super viral thing. I personally think that there's not a chance in hell that that's going to work. Um, I mean especially the next Jersey all pro show is scheduled for October and you know, for them to do this now, which is pretty much like a shindy, like a shindy or, or like a student show or, or something on that level. Um, they had G's Arcadia announced, but that was it. And you know, they did, they did that a bunch of times before. So it wasn't really even like noteworthy. Um, you know, those two are great, but I, I don't know. I mean, it just, if to be the only thing announced and really two of the only name names on the show. Um, I, I didn't even really see results because they're trying to hide that because they wanted to be exclusive on YouTube. I, I don't know. So when you watch it for free later, no one had spoiled it. I don't, I don't even understand, but um, you know, for them to be even successful coming off of this, they'd have to scrap the entire thanks for inviting me out crowd you know and just build a super card in october there's no way that they can take everybody who was so you know blessed to be wrestling in the jersey all pro ring today and then turn it into a banging ass show in october it's not gonna happen yeah yeah they're definitely uh keeping people from spoiling the show they're saving the disappointment for later for youtube when you uh, watch it yourself all they had to do is talk to 25 people into not saying nothing exactly you know Hey, hey, you guys, right there. Yeah, you. Where'd your buddy go to the bathroom? Yeah. All right. When he gets back, I mean, tell him just, just don't say nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, just be cool about it. All right. They didn't even need a microphone or anything for the show. <laughs> nah. 
Uh, yeah, it's crazy. As Jay, well. He was more serious about not getting footage said, than, than game changer wrestling with TOS and shit. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, Matt Wolf. Matt Wolf was, uh, I guess, allowed the ringside photography through, uh, again, through Steve Mack. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I can't stand the dirty little bastard, but um, I, you don't have to. You don't have to not like him to just look at the pictures that he's putting up. I mean, you you shoot a ton of fucking pictures when you do ringside photography, and you get tons of garbage. But to actually put that big giant fucking... Uh, I don't know, what is that? Like an emblem? It's not really a watermark, because it's like solid colors, and it's <laughs> fucking huge. It's like just a big-ass stamp with his name and the copyright symbol, which I don't think he understands how that works. Yeah, you can't just put it on there, and then it holds weight. Like, it, it, you need to get, like, copyrights and shit, so... Um, he has that, like, big giant thing, and the entire picture is out of focus. The whole fucking thing. The crowd you could barely even see, and you cannot make out the wrestler that's running to the ring. It's like, you have the option to just not post that. Once you post that shit, I mean, yeah. what are we supposed to do with that? Dude, I'm telling you the best part. You have to see the, the new improved camera, man. It's it's literally got like cardboard boxes, like fucking taped all around it. I don't know if he's got a flashlight in there for the flash. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But uh, I saw that shit and I, I was just fucking dying. But yeah, dude, I mean, come on, man. You gotta be you gotta be honest with yourself. You don't need people to tell you those are bad pictures. It's like this is just common sense. Anybody takes those pictures, they look at it like, oh shit. I was ringside and the rope is most of the picture. I probably shouldn't post this. You know, like. You don't need somebody to tell you that and, and then say they're, like, hating on you. Everybody's hating on that, man. Yeah. It's terrible. Why would anybody even want to look at that? Yeah, I've taken, like, 600 pictures down to, like, 80. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. But, I mean, if, if your best fucking pictures are those, like, <laughs> god damn, bro. Like, that's that's a bad fucking night. And, um. Yeah, I can't imagine that anything legitimate he's he's able to shoot ringside. I mean, you guys are just making it an embarrassment. I mean, if you had literally nobody else, and it was like, well, we either don't capture this or this asshole with the red camera runs around the ring, then I guess have at it. But it's just ridiculous, you know? Like, there, there's there been dumbass comments out of people like fucking Damano, you know, when he was trying to fuck me out of ringside, uh, which didn't work at the uh, Jersey All-Pro anniversary show, and he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure the right people are on the right side of the guardrail, which, uh, again, to me, just sounded ridiculously ironic since he has no idea what side of the guardrail his fucking body should land on. And, um, I mean, you're the guy who's responsible for putting a guy like that inside the guardrail on a regular basis. Like, you don't you don't get to say anything. Yeah. So, it's just ridiculous. Speaking of uh, Danny DeMonto and Jersey All Pro, I guess he announced he's coming back to the ring. Yeah, everyone's excited. <laughs> I mean, there is a ton. <laughs> Seriously, dude, there was a good couple dozen people excited about it. So, I mean, yeah, I really think you can fit the amount of people that are excited about Danny DeMonto wrestling on a short bus. <laughs> all the all the Jersey All Pro crowd from the worldwide. Yeah, was 25 people who were just excited to be there, be out of the house. They were excited that they got, you know. Yeah. That, that their mom let them go to the show. Dude, do you honestly think they're going to, like, go through with this worldwide thing after, like, I just, I can't see that happening. You know, well, I mean, I don't know Pierre like you do, but, like, those guys seem like they have a lot of pride in the product. I just can't see these guys 
looking at this lineup and being like, yeah, we should put that on YouTube as the face of Jersey All Pro. Like that. Well, it definitely, it definitely doesn't have anything to do with Pierre. Um, it's just. Yeah, I'm not going to speak on his behalf or anything, but I mean, it's pretty easy, you know, for anyone to just, um, you know, do the math and know that it is not the same and it will never be the same without Fat Frank. I mean, and that was such a, like, a, you know, a brotherhood for him to be doing the show and, you know, he would get together. He had a big, big part in, in how the shows were ran and Frank had a part of how the shows were ran and Jeff, you know, kind of headed up the operation as far as you know the the finances and the different things that were, were going on um but jeff a lot of times would just kind of manage the, the um the actual running uh, i guess financially or technically of the show but all like the decision making stuff going into the show a lot of that was you know your um your pierre's your franks and and angel and um you know, you remove Frank from that equation, it takes the heart out of the company. So, you know, it leaves it this big, giant, empty space, and it does definitely leaves a lot of room for other people's opinions to start carrying more weight. And and I think that's a lot of what's going on right now. So, um, you know, I mean, anything that has Jersey All Pro's name on it, I wish them the best. But um, you know, it definitely doesn't hold that excitement like it did before. That you know, they got a bunch of t-shirts printed up saying like tradition reborn and all this other shit like i don't i mean what are you you're trying to reinvent the wheel i mean you and look at look at the people who are just listed on that card as far as performers like come on man you're not fucking tearing the, the roof off with that fucking card i mean there's there's no maybes about it so i don't know i don't know what they think the um this supposed fan base is gonna suddenly I don't know what interest this is supposed to gather. I just don't. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. That's what I've been trying to figure out after looking at that lineup. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, with Fat Frank going, yeah, for sure. I mean, he was he was basically the face of JP, you know, as far as um, mm-hmm. looking at everything and, and getting all the talent. But um, I'd like to think Pierre, you know, carried on tradition with, with the, fo- you know, the follow-up cards after um, Frank had passed. But I think sure. this is the first one that's kind of like, eh, like, what the fuck? Because the anniversary yeah. show was the last one, and that was a straight fat Frank, you know, card basically. Oh yeah, you look yeah, at it. Was bang. That's that's what Frank would have bought. Um, yeah, you know, bring those future guys and stuff. He was always like known for random weird things like that. He was always like the first, you know. We'll, we'll get into New Japan, um, but like he was the first guy that brought in New Japan. Um, I think you know Lucha Underground using those guys and JP. They were the first ones to really bring those guys out to the East Coast. Um, so I give him a lot of credit for that, but. It, this one, I just hope the the October show, which you know, I'm sure it's going to be a bigger show. It's not. It's not going to be the same. Right. And as far as like going forward with it, I mean, they did the show. I'm sure it didn't cost them a shitload of money. You know, afternoon show, so no one's really. Usually, people aren't booked for a three o'clock show. You know, if it's if it's in the area of them traveling somewhere else, anybody that even had a booking that night probably could have still made it. You know, and then um, I don't know what that other show that they double headered with had lined up anyway but maybe some of them were working that too so i think it was relatively cheap for them to run and then on top of that you know it's it's youtube i mean it once you go forward with youtube you can just post the shit on there and all right i mean i guess if you start getting you know thousands upon thousands of hits it becomes monetary but don't fucking expect that yeah yeah this is i mean they're going with the same concept that um like PWS was doing with their TV on on YouTube, you know what I mean? 
which kind of worked out for them for the most part. They had like, uh, uh, what's that? Dude's name? Sam Roberts doing like the commentary and, you know, he would put it over. So they kind of had that connection to um, get those free plugs. Uh, right. But I mean, JP doesn't have that right now. Although, you know, Sam Roberts has worked with JP back in the day. So, you never know, but we'll see. But, uh, yeah, I guess Danny DeMonto and Joey Janelle are going to be at the next JP show. Yeah. I just I can't imagine who actually wants to see Danny DeMonto wrestle. He's he's not really over. I mean, there's a couple of people to just clap. And really, I do question their, their mental stability. Um, but, I mean, he's not a great wrestler. Dude can't actually walk like and look like a normal human being. The shit looks weird. And um, he's going to run the ropes. He's going to do this. We're going to pretend like the other guy can't just put him in a leg lock and end the match. Uh, you know, I mean... Whatever, man. It is what it is. I mean, this is all this dude has, you know. I mean, what else can he do with his life? So he's just going to continue to do that. And as long as someone gives him a platform, he has GCW too. You know, he's going to be fucking wrestling in GCW and, you know, telling the crowd he does it for them. And, you know, ultra violence, yes or no, as he holds (laughs) something stupid in the air. Like all that dumb shit, you know. So it is what it is. Um that's surely not a great way to kick off fucking wait till you see October show, but you know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know, good for him. I don't, I don't, I've never been a fan of Danny DeMonto in the ring. I like, uh, obviously I, I enjoy his company, but, um, yeah, I mean, I can't say I'm excited about it, but I mean, if that's what it, you know, that makes him happy. If he wants to get back in the ring, that's fine. Do what you gotta do. But, uh, yeah. CZW evolution. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> douchebag name <laughs> such a silly name i feel fucking ridiculous saying it uh, uh i honestly i don't even know if i'm gonna go this time um honestly wasn't planning on it i kind of forgot about it so i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to make it uh, i'll try i feel like, I like three matches i think they have a pretty decent lineup um uh, yeah but like if you show up for like three matches you know oh yeah, yeah. i mean if i show up it's definitely gonna be late like it's definitely absolutely gonna be late uh, but I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not expecting anything uh, crazy coming out of CZW, especially. I'm, I'm sure they're investing everything in August 5th. Um, so, like, the three, four matches that they announced, I think that's going to be, for the most part, the big matches. The rest you're going to see, like, Jimmy Lloyd and shit like that. So. Yeah, I think they have a pretty good lineup. I don't know if you have it up there, but... Uh... Yeah, I'm trying to get to it right now. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I actually got it right here. So we got uh, Davey Richards, who is the CCW World Heavyweight Champion right now, going against Shane Strickland, against Joe Gacy, the King of New York, <laughs> Leo Rush. Uh, this is going to be a great main event. I mean, I'm not a fan of a lot of those guys. I honestly would have rather just had Davey Richards against Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Take those other two dudes out. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, never been big on Strickland. He's talented. I just don't give a shit about him. I know he said he's too happy. Yeah. I like Strickland. I um, the, Gacy's made me not like him. He really has. Like his his antics online, he acts like a fucking teenage girl. It's fucking weird. It's just it's like an emo teenage girl. It's it's weird as shit. Like he wrestled one, one match at House of Glory, and he's posting today. Like, yeah, I own New York now. Deal with it. Tell me different. And like, wait, what the fuck? Are you, what are you talking about, dude? Like, tell me different. Like, this dude, like, I don't go to the Bronx Zoo and then fucking plant a flag in the ground. I, I go home. I just, you know, I visit places and I go home. I go, like, that's mine now. Like, oh, oh, all right. I mean, whatever. Again, whatever makes you happy. I mean, if that's what it does. But, I mean, on, it's man. a silly-ass gimmick. 
Dude, I, I uh, actually, I put a post up recently saying that social media ruins people for me. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> like, this is a great example. I mean, I wasn't only talking about wrestlers, but, like, dude, that's that's a big part of it because a lot of them I liked before I uh, interacted with them through Facebook or in person, and it absolutely ruins the whole experience because you're like, ah, I don't really like this guy. Yeah, and I, I completely believe that CZW is going to shoot their momentum in the face with the world title picture actually being interesting with people who, you know, mean something actually holding it, and I think it's going right back to Gacy. I, I hope not. I think it's happening. I hate that it's happening, but that, that's what CZW is anymore. Especially Sammy loves Gacy, and, I mean, Gacy even acts like Sammy on his House of Glory promo. And, uh, you know, it's it's just what it is. Um, I hear, I don't know if it's just a rumor again, because I know it's been tossed around for a while, but I hear Leo is, like, heading to NXT or something, so maybe this, like, closes out his CZW. Yeah, people have been saying that forever. I, I really don't know. I mean, I haven't read anything. Um, I'm sure he's going to be headed over there eventually. I just don't know if it's happening like next month or right. following month, like people are claiming. I, I mean, I would assume like a, a Dave Meltzer or somebody like that would put out a statement, you know, with like new signings. I, I mean, if he's going there next month, I don't really, I don't see any truth in that. Right. But uh, I, I want them to hold on to the title with uh, Davey Richards until at least the August 5th show. Because I mean, it's a big fucking show. I mean, at least book Davey Richards for that show if he's available. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really good to have Davey Richards on his shit. Same show as Onita. I mean, that's another big-ass name. And, and holding your title, I mean, how, how good does it look for Onita to show up from Japan and a guy like Davey Richards be your champion as opposed to, you know, Joe Gacy who's, like, fighting with people on the Internet and kicking his mom out of the room while he's cutting promos. And, or having you to know. yell at me. <laughs> like, the fuck, dude? Yo, that was the weirdest shit to me, man. I still can't get over the fact that his mom actually just... This kid over here is an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah, his, uh, his mom's cutting heel Facebook promos on Shaheen. Fucking ridiculous. I don't know who this fucking guy thinks he is, but <laughs> like, uh, okay. I actually, I didn't know, I didn't know that was his mom before, uh, before I said the statement that I did. Before I told her I'd, I'd like to not to get nowhere at all, and then I found out it was his mom. Well, yeah, I don't want to really know any wrestlers' mothers. Like, I, I mean, that's still pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I barely want to know any of these wrestlers for the most part. There's a good right. people that I like interacting with, but for the most part, man, Jesus Christ. Um, especially, like, not even just wrestlers. Like, a lot of my friends had to delete from Facebook and people that I'd associated with over the years. Um, especially around, like, the Trump thing, you know? Like, once, oh, yeah. once that was happening, I was like, holy shit, like, this motherfucker's racist on the low. There's always like since this Trump thing, there's always been like a few people that are like right on the edge. It's like, go ahead, just make the wrong statement, and we can disconnect forever. It's just, this is, you know, I mean, follow whoever you want to, support whoever you want to, but there's some pretty uh, controversial statements that kind of linger out there, race relations, and you know, man, no, I mean, dude, yeah, if you, uh, yeah, more than welcome to obviously vote for whoever you want and support whoever you want. It's just like. I just have the right to judge you on that. And if I oh, yeah. associate it with you, I just, that's it. That's just what it is. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not going to sit here and like, you know, devalue myself and bring down my own, you know, morals and beliefs just because like, it's, I should give you your right to say whatever the fuck you want on your Facebook and not me fucking, you can call me a snowflake if you, I don't give a shit, man. It doesn't matter. If I don't like what you're saying, fuck out of here. Yeah, the freedoms work both ways. I mean, people get all, you know, oh, I can't even say anything. No, like, dude, I don't, 
I'm not obligated to listen to anybody's shit at all. I mean, I could just yeah. fucking delete my entire Facebook if I feel like never hearing from the majority of those people again because it's the only time I interact with them. So, yeah, people even feel entitled. Um, even when it comes to being friends with you on Facebook, you know what I mean? It's like, dude, I, I don't owe you shit, man. We don't have to. That's what Hamhead, when the whole thing went down with Hamhead, he's like, you could have, you know, hit me up privately and told me that, dude, what the fuck? We don't know each other, really. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I going to hit you up privately for? I just disconnect. Yeah, yeah I don't owe you a whole fucking explanation. Huh? Yeah, we need to mediate this. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, I, I certainly hope Joe Gacy's not getting the title back, man. Like I said, the guy's good in the ring. I enjoy his. Why uh, I used to enjoy his work. Uh, very annoying on Facebook. Another one of those guys that's just like unbearable. And he wasn't like this before. I think ever since he got the title, it just oh Jesus Christ, it's fucking, yeah, it's just brutal, man. Every week it's like like you said, it's like little teenage fucking tantrums that he throws, you know. Um, and this King of New York thing is is fucking great. Great. Yeah, I like his in-ring work. Uh, his Facebook work is horrendous. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I said he's he's good in the ring. I just I don't know. And it's gonna be he's gonna win it on on Saturday, and then either Saturday night or early Sunday he's gonna be posting "Told you so," <laughs> world champion. You're like you know, <laughs> waving it at the the internet fans like. <laughs> you know, like, you didn't actually win it. I mean, the, the guy booked you to win it. Uh, for what reason, I'll never know, but... Yeah. Damn, actually, dude, looking at it, this is actually a fucking pretty stacked card. It seems it. Yeah. They got um, Feinstein, uh, Maxwell, Jacob Friedman, Feinstein, whatever the fuck. Uh, they got him going against Trevor Lee from, uh, you know, TNA now. I guess he's like the um, global force champion or whatever the fuck he is. Um, this, yeah, this should be a good match. I mean, Trevor Lee's fucking great, you know, in ring work. And another guy that I don't particularly like is his personality is extremely annoying. Uh, I do like that Maxwell kid though. He's he's actually a funny dude. Um, I, as much as I fuck with him, I don't fuck with his uh, uncle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm right, just... you're too old for him now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's into age range ten to fucking fourteen. But... Yeah. Yeah, I still don't get why he came into the fucking wrestling business named Feinstein. That, that'll always get me, man. That's one of the funniest shit in, in indie wrestling. This guy came in as Feinstein and had to change yeah. five months. And ago. then later on realized maybe that's not a good idea. Like, <laughs> Even Feinstein should have just looked out for him. Like, yeah, dude, you kind of don't want to name yourself. You know, after me, I, I kind of have a bad rep here. You know, yeah. kids uh, probably shouldn't try. Don't, don't name yourself after me. We're related and all. Just go with something else. But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this is a CCW wide champion. I think uh, the Maxwell kid, I, he's definitely going to retain. I don't see Trevor Lee getting the title. He's not. Um, he's there like once a year now, so I don't see him happening with that. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible with Sammy booking. It seems like he's doing a lot of wild like title changes and, you know, I mean, the tag title champions, I still don't know who the fuck they are, so. Yeah, they're not even on this card either, so. Right, that's great. You got uh, Ace Romero against uh, AR Fox. I've never seen Ace Romero except for uh, I recently watched like a clip of him and like Keith Lee. Um, he's a fucking fat dude, man. I didn't, I had no idea he was this big. Oh yeah, that's, that's a big fucking dude. Yeah, it's Rocky Romero's morbid the obese cousin. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's a big dude. But uh, I honestly, I've never even heard of this guy before, so. 
He's a fat guy that does dives, so people like him. Like, he does, like, a lot of shit that fat guys shouldn't be doing, and so for that, he's over. Yeah, so that's your favorite right there. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I guess, I guess I'll go into this match with an open uh, open line, but I, I don't know really anything about this guy. I have heard he's, he's decent. Um, seems like some people are excited about it. A.R. Fox, he always fucking kills it, you know, as much as uh, I kind of judge him on what he's done on camera. He is, he is pretty good in the ring, but um, they've wrestled before, I'm guessing. I don't know if they're like, they have a feud going on that they're going from company to company and, and doing, but uh, they have wrestled before, so we'll see. Yeah, they had that um, match in Maine that they did the light to log cabin spot right. with, which baffled me because I didn't know they did that stuff in Maine, and I didn't know AR Fox was doing more of that beyond the Cage of Death match that he did. Right. So. And then uh, we got Ohio's for Killers. We got... um. Jake and Dave Chris, I guess Dave Chris is coming back, and uh, Sammy Callahan going against Zachary Wentz, uh, Damian Xavier, and Miguel. I have no idea who Miguel is. Have you seen this guy before? Um, I've seen a little bit of clips. Uh, here he's really good. Um, IWA uses him a bunch. He's another one of those Ohio guys, you know, trained by the Chris and all of that. So, um, But, yeah, I hear he's really good. He calls himself the Fresh Prince of Midair. Okay. Yeah, I remember talking about him. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a great match. I mean, as much as oh, yeah. these guys are going to be making out before the match and all that stuff, but uh, yeah. I mean, these guys, I think they actually had the same match at PWG recently, if I'm not mistaken. Did they? Um, yeah, PWG kind of did like a Ohio's for Killers against Ohio's for Killers. So, huh. they've actually, yeah, dude, they've been doing a ton of um, PWG. Um, Dave and Jay Chris. So, yeah, good for them, man. Finally getting noticed. Um, I think that you know, just being an AW and associated with that company they're making a lot of a ton of fucking noise i mean tna stole half the roster you know but uh they're still constantly bringing in new talent and they put on some great shit so i think you know can constantly just being on those shows and uh you know czw it is it is a major company so i think they're finally getting noticed and it's uh it's good shit man they've been around forever i think it's funny that britney blake who you know dj was so high on that he put over fucking tony niece uh, you know, she's suddenly not on cards anymore since she did Dave Chris Finisher. That's true. Good point. It's like they're in the same stable. He, she does his move while he's not there. He fucking flips out online, and next thing you know, it's you know DJ's wave of the future chick is is no longer being booked. Yeah. Well, I'd rather have her disappear than him. So I'm totally fine with it. Oh yeah, I, I'm not like against it. Like you know. Yeah. Bring her back, but. Uh, it's just got, funny. Uh, we got the piss break of the show right here. We got uh, Connor Claxton against RSP. Uh, <laughs> love Ricky Shane Page. Sorry, Lyle. Not, not a big Connor Claxton fan. Uh, it's, don't give a shit about it. I don't know if this is like a death match or not. I would hope so. Because, I mean, who wants to see Connor Claxton in a regular fucking match? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So this yeah. is whatever, dude. I don't, I don't even care to even talk about this. Uh, we also have Schlack, Masada, and Dan O'Hare going against uh, G-Raver, Stockade, and Matt Tremont in a Doors match, Doors of Death. So I guess they'll have like barbed wire and fucking gusset plates and, and all kinds of nutty shit on yeah. Um I'm looking forward to this. This is actually one of the matches that I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, Dan O'Hare is not nearly as bad as I had uh, remembered when he was at TOD, so I'm hoping like in an in a ultra-violent environment he can uh, perform better than he used to so, uh, yeah he's, he's not too bad um it, it's tough you know because when those guys wrestle amongst you know the frankie picards and the jimmy lloyds and stuff like that it's tough to see who even is all right 
you know, so maybe he is improving, and uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not on the Dan O'Hare fan club just yet. That's for fucking sure. But um, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, the the thing I want to go back for a second that um, what was the match before that? Yeah, you know what's kind of scaring me about that is you know already RSP has a title shot at Cage of Death. Right. For whatever dumbass reason they came up with that, you know, they needed to tell the fans eight months in advance that this guy. So anyway, he's at least going to be pushed towards the main event at some point or another. With all that anticipation, you would think like the guy's going to wind up with the title at Cage of Death. Um, you would I, I would think at least. But Connor Claxton turns heel. He's to the finals for the second time. Now he's wrestling a guy who's already being pushed like main event type area. It just. It worries me that now, all right, Connor Claxton's suddenly a CZW main event guy. Like, oh, man, like, you know, we got Gacy that doesn't know what to do with himself in the main event. We got Claxton who, you know, I just, I don't think that he's that top level guy. He's another guy who I think has a place and I, I think he could fill a role and he could do a lot of things. But I don't think putting him at the top of the card is a good idea either. And they just insist on pushing these guys that, uh just aren't going to draw they're not going to you know make the fans go fucking crazy about it but well i i certainly prefer uh joe gacy over connor claxton in the main event as much as i hate that i just i do and nothing against claxton i mean i've, I've had him on the show before nice dude you know but it's just i just don't care about it and I, I was actually a fan of the guy when he first um debuted you know when he was doing the, the stuff there's those three matches well, that, and then um, I thought he was, like, okay in the first TOD. And then after that, he kind of disappeared. They're doing, like, super, like, bipolar booking with him. And um, yeah. I had DJ on the show. He said basically he stopped showing up to the dojo and stopped, you know, working out and just kind of stopped giving a fuck, which I understand deep pushing the guy when he's not, you know, super dedicated or motivated. But then at the same time, you know, you can't just have this guy disappear for, for two months, come back in the main event, you know, then on, on a card with fucking, you know, like uh, Alex. Alexander James in a match that wasn't even announced, and then you know following month this guy's winning TOD. It's just uh, not behind this stuff, but um, we'll, we'll see what it is. But um, overall it's, it is a pretty uh, stacked car, so I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah. So is that all they got listed? Is is what you just said? Yep. Okay. At the six man door match, Claxton and RSP, Ohio for Killers match, AR Fox and Ace Romero. Feinstein, Trevor Lee, and the four-way for the World Heavyweight Championship. The smartest thing they could do is just, as far as Schlack goes, is just have him fucking kill everybody in his match. You know, turn on, you know, O'Hare and Masada and just fucking just snap. You know what I mean? And and then just be like an uncontrollable animal in CZW. Let me ask you this. How long do you think it's going to take CZW to actually put out Schlack as a singles competitor? Because, I mean, DJ thinks the guy is obviously super green. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think he's going to lose him over that. I I mean, maybe he continues to work there or whatever, but he's going to lose Schlack's value in CZW overall. I think if they, honestly, if they don't do anything singles-wise before Cage of Death with him, they, they're done. I mean, I can't imagine that they're going to suddenly get it and, and use him successfully. He's going to be booked enough elsewhere. I mean... Maybe the window stays a little open a little bit longer with him because he's not exactly, you know, a ricochet. So he's not going to be like oh, PWG and, you know, Japan and this and that. Like he, he I'm sure he's going to hit quite a few bookings. But, yeah, I mean, it, it'll probably be reasonably easy to still 
book him because he's in the area and you know he might fill a couple of dates here or there you know iwa and you know i mean i'm sure there's places in the country you could work for sure but um i don't know maybe dj's window doesn't close quite as fast with him but he's losing money monthly with it the fact that gcw is doing him versus tremont before ccw is is ridiculous yeah i mean i don't know man i think uh the guy has, yeah, he's not going to Ring of Honor. He's not doing any of that stuff. So he's definitely going to be around. I think the, the three companies you're going to see him in probably is JP, GCW, and CCW. Um, he kind of teased, you know, going to JP. He said he's already been talking to them. So hopefully he'll be on the October show. But uh, you're not going to see this. He likes Beyond. I know that's one thing he was trying to get into, and he was talking to them, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think that's a good spot for him. Beyond actually puts on some uh, real random things that you wouldn't expect. Um so I can see Schlack fitting in there as well. But uh, you're not going to see this guy like doing like Monster Factory or you know, any, any fucking shindy that contacts him. He's, he's, he's not really into it like that. Um, it's, well, not, you know, it's not his full-time job. If Jersey Alvaro continues the booking that they're doing now, in October it'll be Schlack versus TJ Macaroni. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be the Monster Factory. <laughs> yeah, so he might as well be at the fucking Monster Factory. Yeah. Dude, I can't. I, I have to see uh, Matt Riddle and Schlack, though. That's got to happen one day. I think that's a real odd pairing, but I think it would work. I think those guys would fucking kill it. Yeah. Maybe we'll see that one day. But um, real quick, uh, I guess TNA Slammiversary is happening tonight. There's, it's basically like CZW now. It's like half of the CZW roster is on there. Um, hopefully, I'll, I'll watch this. Maybe I'll talk about it on the Wednesday show. But uh, I know, like, Loki's on there, you know, Homicide. EYFDL is making their first appearance on uh, pay-per-view, so I know those dudes are super excited. They've been, like, signing autographs and shit and fucking, you know, marking out, which, you know, it's totally fine. I would probably be doing the same thing first time on TV, you know. Yeah. So good for those guys, man. I'm, uh... Yeah, they got, like, a big, like, four-way tag. I don't know the whole uh, layout of it, but a lot of, like, Lucha Underground guys in there. They got um, Marafuji in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, seems like... A- a badass match they got lined up. I think that's really, really good for TNA, Impact, Global, whatever the fuck they're calling themselves, that they're working with uh, Lucha Underground, too, because, you know, they open the gates to those guys. The WWE can't really grab at the moment. Um, I mean, I, they can outbid them and, and use them, but, I mean, it's just a little bit more exclusive on their end to be able to use those guys as well. I think that could work really well for them. Yeah. I um I like what TNA is doing, man. I can't say I'm gonna like start watching it or anything, but uh, based on the people that they've been signing, um, it's a lot of the people that I, I was I was a fan of, and um, it's so weird, man, because like, you know, if you ever told me five years ago that you would have like El Generico, Kevin Steen, you know, all these dudes on Raw, I'd be fucking excited as hell. But now that I have it, I just I don't even care. I don't even watch it. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like. A company like TNA, when they bring in guys like that, I get a little bit more invested. Um, I don't know. When they go to the big big league, man, it kind of just ruins it for me automatically. Um, but I think TNA, it, it's still a, that, you know, that setting is still very similar to the indies that are only doing fucking like a thousand people. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not big time yet, but um, I like them in that environment. Yeah, I mean, it It doesn't ruin it for me as far as those indie guys being on WWE. I think it's awesome, but it's just something I like to know. Like, I don't really like to watch anything right now. So it's just like, ah, oh, it's good to know that those guys are doing something big, you know. I, it's just, I don't know, nothing's drawing me. So it's it's hard for me to say, you know, one thing or another as far as what the TV products are doing or what I'm liking because I'm just not watching it. Yeah, I'm surprised uh, 
you know, that New Japan show, which I'll, I'll mention in a second, I'm surprised you weren't interested in that because, you know, there's a ton of fucking things on there that I thought uh, you could probably be a big fan of. Possibly in another time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm not watching anything. Yeah. But, uh, well, I know you didn't watch it, but what are your thoughts on, on New Japan coming to the, to the States? Do you think it's something that's going to work out? Because, I mean, the crowd last night was fucking was hot as fuck, dude. I mean, they, they sold out uh, within 30 minutes, both shows. And I want to say they had a good couple thousand people there. It wasn't, you know, they weren't on some shit where they had 500 people there. You know, it was a couple thousand people. Um, it was almost like one of, you know, the, the, the ECW shows towards the end where they were drawing like four or 5,000 people. Um, it was good shit, man. I mean, the crowd was fucking hot as hell. That's, you know, and those guys, like, I'll, I'll give them that, that, man. I mean, the, the new hipster crowd, like, <laughs> those guys, like, they're, they're 100% in, you know, they fucking mark out for this shit. They're all the way in. So eventually, I think, um, I think it's a good direction for, for New Japan to go in because, uh, obviously the interest is there in the States. They have um, a decent amount of backing, I'm guessing. New Japan's been around for fucking, like, you know, 30-plus years, 40 years probably. So, I mean, they have the money there to uh, be able to expand. So I think, you know, for New Japan, it's, it's a good move. Yeah, uh, it's definitely a good move. I mean, it's super over in the States. Um, you know, the stuff that they're doing is top-notch. I mean, some of the best wrestling in the world. And, you know, I mean, for them to bring that right over here, it's going to get over as big as anything could possibly get on the indies for sure and bigger yeah but um and i think you know starting out in california i think i think it's a good move because a lot of those dudes uh you know like um, cali you know cali is known for pwg and you know those kind of big shows um and, and that's where a lot of those hipsters are that 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 fucking you know mark the fuck out for these shows so they that crowd was out of shit man i mean that those dudes that i told you about <clears throat> that were uh, going crazy for jimmy havoc when i told you that they showed up for tod those guys, they flew out to California for this shit, man. Jesus. Yeah. From Philly to Cali, man. Fucking for New Japan. But uh, I think eventually you're going to see, like, one of those specials from the 2300 Arena, um, ECW Arena, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that's a good spot for them to do that at. Uh, probably fit, like, you know, 2,500 people there, tops, standing room. Um, but I think it'd be cool. I don't, I don't recall too many shows other than ECW. CW being pay-per-views from, uh, from the arena. So, Did they make that much more room in that place? Because I don't know if 2,500 would ever fit in there in the past. Uh, I think, I mean, there's definitely more room. Uh, I think you can fit a good 2,000 in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you like pack, pack, you know. Because at the last house of the hardcore, it was legit sold out. And I think they announced something like 1,800 or 2,000 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it looked like it. It was, it was fucking packed, you know. Hmm. So, I mean, and New Japan's, they've, they've done shows there before, Ring of Honor. Plus, uh, since Ring of Honor has that kind of, um, the contract with the 2300 Arena, so they're one of the exclusive companies that can, that can do shows there, they kind of have that, you know, um, connection with them to be able to let New Japan maybe do like a Ring of Honor slash New Japan pay-per-view from um, the arena. So, it's good shit, man. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll, they'll definitely do well. Yeah, they should Talk to uh, you know Brett and Demano about how to really draw a crowd in that building first, though. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't think uh, uh, that didn't really work out well. Goddamn commercials! But um, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a good show though, man. You had the Briscoe Brothers. Um, I guess they have a they're, they're in a team now. They're in a faction with uh, fucking Will Osprey. 
Uh, that's like random as shit. I didn't even know that was a thing. The Briscoe brothers are? Yeah, dude. It's it's fucking weird. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know how uh I don't know how that works out, but it's it's like Rapongi voice, um, Rocky Romero, and obviously um Trent Beretta, uh the Briscoe brothers and fucking Will Ospreay. And they call themselves Chaos, and that's a that's a faction in New Japan. I'd love to hear the promos with Bris- <laughs> the Briscoe brothers and Will Ospreay. Yeah, it's it's the most random fucking like lineup ever, man. I, I don't know. They have nothing in common. Literally, that whole team is just like it, it almost seems like a Survivor Series team. You know what I mean? Just yeah, just fucking mashed up together. Call them chaos. Fuck it. You know. Um, Sounds like a great wrestling tag team, yeah, though. Yeah, like, besides the fact that they don't yeah. look like they belong together at all. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's definitely like you know some of the most talented guys you have available on the indies in a faction. It's just it's such a fucking random, you know, gathering of guys when they're uh doing backstage segments and shit. It's just weird. But uh, they went against Bullet Club. Um, this was a good fucking match, man. I mean, the, the finish was kind of weird. It was like a roll-up. <laughs> you know, Matt Jackson got pinned. Um, Will Ospreay didn't really do much, which kind of shocked me because, uh, you know, he's been doing a ton of PWG and, you know, mostly all his uh, state appearances are in California. And um, I thought they would kind of let that guy show his ass off and go all out. He did like maybe one or two spots. He didn't really do much. Um, the Briscoes are still fucking killing it, man. I mean, I haven't seen them wrestle for a while. I don't really follow uh, Ring of Honor or anything, so um, it was good to see those guys. Fucking uh, the Young Bucks, you know, a little less super kicks than than usual, which which is fine because uh, you know I don't I don't really need fifty six of them every match. I can do perfectly fine with thirty eight. Um, it was a good match though. I mean, it, it is what it is. It was only like ten fifteen minutes long. It wasn't really um, that long, but I think it was more of like a little teaser. Um, they had this kid Robinson. He was like an NXT. Uh, he was doing the hippie gimmick with the dreadlocks. You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah. Some fucking dude that was in NXT. He was garbage in NXT. Oh, wait. Um, oh, CZW brought him in for best of the best. Uh, yeah, I think that he was like CJP or some yeah, shit. CJ Parker. CJ Parker. CJ Parker, yeah. He's good. Yeah. Uh, it was him and uh, Zack Sabre Jr., which this was hands down the best fucking CJ Parker match I've ever seen. I didn't even know this dude had it in him, to be honest with you. He was good in Best of the Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But, like, this, I mean, this was real fucking good, man. Zack Sabre Jr., he's he's almost like one of those guys. I've never talked to him personally. I saw him at one of the hybrid shows, which, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about hybrid coming up. But uh, I saw him at one of those shows going against, uh, I believe it was A.R. Fox. And um, it's the only time I've, I've, you know, been, like, I've seen him before. But that was the only time that I even, you know, bothered to say anything to him. But uh, he seems like one of those guys, kind of like Joey Janela. They like, you know, like kind of has like a huge ego, and um, dude like walks out like fucking super cocky and shit. So I don't know, man. Like per- he just kind of rubs me the wrong way. But he is, he is good in the ring. I- I'm not like the biggest guy on the technical wrestling. I don't need to see fucking 75 different wrist locks and all that shit. I'm not really into that. Um, I'm more into like high spots and fucking just, just you know, go all out. I don't really give a shit about Dean Malenko's, you know, best offs or any of that shit. But yeah. This was a good match, though. It is uh, hands down the best CJ Parker match. So. Okay. I guess he's like one of the regulars up there. He's doing a he's doing a ton of shit. Yeah, I wonder where he went because they booked him for that uh, best of the best, and you expected him to be back in CZW, and it didn't like blow me away that they um, didn't bring him back because CZW is so sporadic with shit anyway. But um, right. Yeah, I, I expected to see his name popping up all over PWG and here and there, and I just haven't really seen his name. Yeah, I think he's signed with New Japan. That might be why. And um, maybe he's, I don't know, I have no idea. Maybe he's living in, in Japan, getting trained over there. I don't know. Maybe it's hard for 
him to come out to the States and do PWG, they'd probably rather pay for a guy like, you know, fucking Okada or something to come in than CJ Parker from Japan. But uh, uh, I guess I should mention uh, Bullet Club. It was Bad Luck Fale, uh, Marty Squirrel, um, the Young Bucks, and Takahashi. Which, uh, dude, Marty Squirrel is fucking, he's, he's fucking great, man. Yeah, he yeah, is really good. Fantastic. He is little as shit, though. You know, I don't know. For some reason, I never noticed how little he was until he went against uh, Bad Luck Fale. I was like, holy fuck, man, this dude's a midget. But uh, he's fucking great in the ring. I mean, him and uh, Osprey, they, they obviously know each other very well, being from the UK. And uh, they fucking killed it. You know, no high spots or anything, but a ton of, you know, um, reversals and all kinds of crazy shit. So it was, it was real good stuff. You know, definitely uh, go out of your way to check it out if, if, you, if you are into wrestling. Uh, I can't watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um, he was really good. Um, you know, even even back when they brought him in, uh, I think best of the best ten they had him in uh, around that time, and uh, he really came into his own. Yeah, you know, I guess in the past couple of years with this gimmick too, because he really didn't. He was kind of bland as far as his personality went, and anything beyond just like, yeah, I'm a wrestler from overseas. Like that was about all you had to it. There wasn't really a ton of. Like what he's doing now is is way way over the top. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like uh, what Will Osprey is right, now, or Zach Sabre. You know? They're both bland as shit. Like no real gimmick. You know, good in the ring, but like there's nothing more to it. None of them are charismatic. Like Will Osprey mm-hmm. is like fucking, like you know, watching paint fucking dry on the wall when he's cutting a promo or anything like that. So right. No, no, I mean those guys. But Marty Squirrel, dude, I'm I'm digging the fucking outfit. You know, he's coming out with like the the crow mask. He's got all kinds of like spikes coming out and all kinds of crazy shit. And since he joined the Bullet Club, he like comes out with the umbrella, like the villain, I guess from you know Batman or whatever. He's doing yeah. the penguin. Um, it's dope shit though. I, I like it, man. That little segment that they did. Um, did you see the segment he did where he joined the Bullet Club and they kicked out Adam Cole? Yeah, that was cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bullet Club, man, I really think it's it's ran its course, man. I mean, they dude, they've had way too many fucking headline guys just replace headline guy when they get signed. You know, start out with Finn Balor, you know, Prince Prince Devitt, um, and then fucking, uh, who was the next guy? Uh, AJ Styles, right? Yeah. 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 So AJ Styles replaced him, then it was fucking Kenny Omega, then Adam Cole, now it's, you know, Cody, um, Marty Squirrel, you know, there's just too many people. There's just, there was just way too many fat fans in Bullet Club shirts from the very start. That it just turned me off of the whole thing. It made me definitely not want to be like a huge fan. Like I'm a Bullet Club guy. Like I'd never buy a shirt because I'd be one of them. Yeah. And um, but it's for that same reason. It's never going away. It is so ridiculously popular. They actually sell Bullet Club shirts in Hot Topic now. Yes. Yeah, and Young Buck shirts and shit like that. So yeah, it's it's not going away. Yeah, pretty much the whole crowd watching this New Japan hat Bullet Club shirts. Yeah. Oh. That'd be like getting rid of the NWO all of a sudden. That doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's the biggest thing they got. Yeah, the whole fucking crowd. Uh, they had uh, CMLL, I guess, tossed out a couple guys to New Japan. Uh, Titan and Volador Jr. and Dragon Lee. Do you know who Dragon Lee is? Mm, I think I've seen him before. Yeah, but... he's really fucking good. I think he does some uh, Ring of Honor. I wasn't really too familiar with him, but that guy is really fucking good. Um, he was the standout for sure. And uh, Jushin Liger joined them. So uh, Dragon Lee, I guess he's a, he's a Mexican dude. I thought he was Japanese, but I guess he's a Mexican dude. He's from uh, CMLL. So uh, they had that team going against Sonata, who was in TNA for a little while. Um, Hiromo Takahashi, Evil, and Bushi. Not, not Ibushi, Bushi, 
because uh, JR seemed to get confused last night. Dude, JR was oh. awful on commentary. Really? Dude, it was the worst shit ever. Like, yo, this dude botched so many fucking people. He thought Ibushi and, and Bushi were the same person. Like, uh, Jay Lethal's finisher, he had no idea what it was. He was, like, calling the wrong matches. Um, uh, I think he uh, mixed up uh, Takahashi and Evil. He didn't know which one was which. Uh, he didn't know when they were going to backstage segments. Like they would go, they would roll up to the backstage segment. They'd go, oh, I, I guess we're gonna, yeah, I guess we're doing a backstage segment um, with uh, who's who's this guy? I'm not too familiar with him. <laughs> it's like so fucking awkward, man. It was it was hands down the worst Jr. commentary I've ever heard, um, which is shocking because I never thought he would, you know, botch it like that. Because he does access, you know, he does uh, he does the New Japan show every week, so you right. expect a guy to know the fucking roster right now. Um, or at least fill the guy in, man. Um, not to roll up to the end, but the end, you know, the show ended like two hours early. It was a four-hour show. Uh, and the last ten minutes, you know, New Japan does like conferences at the end, you know. So mm-hmm. JR, I guess, didn't know that they were going to the conference. And then, uh, you know, Okada speaking Japanese. They're on Access, which is an, Ameri- you know, an American channel. Uh, nobody understands what the fuck a guy's saying. So JR is just awkwardly trying to like do like commentary over... Him just speaking Japanese, just going, yeah, well, uh, so uh, we'll be back, I guess, uh, tomorrow night. Um, no, actually, we won't be back tomorrow night. It'll be going live tomorrow night, but uh, we'll play next next Friday. Uh, once again, thanks for, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next Friday, and this, this went on for 10 minutes, dude. He just, like, didn't know how to fill in the time. And I don't blame him. It was awkward as shit, you know? Um, so I, there was a ton of flaws with you know stuff like that, but it was a fucking great show. They also had uh, Jay Lethal and Hangman Page. Do you know who Hangman Page is? I have no idea. Absolutely not. I have no idea who this dude is. He's I guess in Bullet Club. No idea. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Why not? Why wouldn't he be? Take my word for it. Why wouldn't he be? Right. Yeah. Um, David Finley, I guess uh, Fit Finley's uh, son is wrestling now. He's pretty good in the ring. I, I like that guy. Oh, yeah. uh, looks terrible though, but good in the ring. Uh, he was with uh, Tanahashi. Which he he's starting to look old as fuck, dude. I mean, he's still really? in shape, but he just I don't know. Man. He, he looks like he's slowing down. Uh, Jay White and Kushida, and they went against Billy Gunn, uh, Tanaka, and Komatsu. I don't know who that is, and Yoshitatsu. Which uh, dude, Billy Gunn in New Japan is awful. Just fucking imagine <laughs> really? three-year-old Billy Gunn trying to you know hold up with fucking you know Kushida and guys like that. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, I don't know. They, see, they they do that shit, man. Japan, they like to load their card with like eighty-five people, like three six-man tags. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like the the first one was fine. You know, the one with the uh, chaos against Bullet Club, like that was dope, man. I, that was fine. I can even understand the one with Liger and CMLL. You know, that was fine. But then the one with Tanahashi and Billy Gunn was just not necessary. They could have honestly just done a one-on-one match. I know they're doing a one-on match tonight. Which uh, ugh, Tanahashi and fucking Billy Gunn for the IC title tonight probably happening right now, and uh, I just can't can't see that being a good match. They had uh, this is probably one of my favorite matches from the show. It was War Machine, uh, Hanson and Ray Rowe going against uh, Gorillas of Destiny, which is uh, Haku's sons from the Bullet Club. Um, this was like a no rules, you know, fucking hardcore match. They went all out, you know, trash cans, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, War Machine, dude, I, I can see those guys definitely getting the NXT shot. I mean. They have a WWE gimmick, you know. They can definitely replace those uh, the vampire dudes, uh, Ascension, 
You right. Know, yeah. These guys out of there, fucking put in war machine. Those guys will fucking kill it. And um, same with Gorillas of Destiny. I mean, Haku's their uh, their their father. So eventually, um, I think you'll you'll see both teams in uh, NXT. Are they good? Gorillas of Destiny. They're not great, but they're 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 decent enough to to you know. They don't they don't botch anything and they have enjoyable matches. They're not great or anything. Um, yeah, it's like I want them to be good because the, the gimmick and the name sound so fucking cool because they you know they abbreviated as God and then it's you know gorillas. <laughs> so all of that just sounds cool as fuck as far as merch goes. But you know you want them to be really good. Paint works, you know. They have um, it's not like shitty face paint like Ascension. I thought Ascension, and, and dude, you know just a just a side rant. Uh, you're familiar with the Ascension, right? You saw their face paint and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, I just don't understand how a big company like WWE lets these guys fucking walk out, you know, with like mascara running off their face. You can tell they, they did their face paint themselves in two seconds. Like, come on, man. Put in some fucking effort, you know? Yeah, especially when you see, like, you know, what Finn Balor was doing. Even on the indies before he got there, they knew they were assigning the guy that had some crazy paint shit going on. So, yeah, yeah to have other guys in there to just do some bootleg halloween shit yeah and not only that they got they got the usos that were doing it at the time and this mm-hmm. isn't a company that hasn't had face paint i mean fucking half of the guys in the 90s that were over at face paint that, that did it well you know i don't ever recall yeah. ultimate warrior or animal and hall coming out looking like complete shit you know so just just a side rant but uh those guys are dope man i do like both teams um they had ishii beat the shit out of fucking uh nato which was a great match ishii's um you know, he's getting older, obviously, but those dudes are fucking brutal, man. I mean, the, the fucking headbutts, the chops, the the kicks, just fucking brutality. And um, this stuff will get over, man. This is this is real, you know, strong style, quote unquote. Um, people are kind of getting teased with it in, with Nakamura on SmackDown and WWE, but um, for the hardcore fans that this is new to, I think you know them coming to states, this is uh, something that'll definitely get over. So expect a lot of Bullet Club shirts and New Japan shirts uh, coming out all over the Indies. So. Yeah. Uh, probably my favorite match of the night was Kenny Omega and Michael Elgin. I don't. I don't give a single shit about Michael Elgin, but uh, <laughs> Jesus, dude, they fucking killed it, man. I mean, yo, Kenny Omega. I'm gonna go ahead and say it is the best out right now. I don't see anybody being better than this dude. I'm sorry, Okada's not better, and AJ can't. Right now, AJ can't fuck with him. Yeah, Omega's awesome. I mean, he's just really, really fucking good. And uh, yeah, I was hoping for his sake for a wwe um run you know when he had that uh when he i guess his contract ran up or whatever he chose against it so i mean he knows what he's doing i'm sure he's making a ton of money in japan because he's he's that fucking guy but um i don't know i mean i i would just like to see that dude spotlighted on you know main events of wwe pay-per-views and shit like that but i mean whatever he wants man i mean he's killing it everywhere he goes yeah but dude uh i mean how fluent he is in the ring is just it's fucking crazy. I mean, the guy is as, as smooth as you can get, man. I mean, the guy's fucking great. His his knee strikes. He does the running knees. Yeah, he's running knees better than him. Seriously, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. That shit he did in the corner. I forget what match it was. Well, I don't know what match it is, honestly. Um, but I saw like a gif of him hitting that shit in the corner on a guy. It looked like death. Yeah, dude. He just he gave one to Michael Elgin last night, man. Like, yo, he caught all of that. You know, yeah. like if if he didn't fucking break his jaw, like God bless him, man. That guy is talented as fuck to make it look real. Cause, I like yo, man, <laughs> you you saw his fucking jaw just like rattle. You know what I mean? Like he he's 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 going all the way in in the fucking ring right now. Yeah, I mean, you see the shit he did with that little ass kid. 
Yeah. A while back. I mean, that shit looked legit, <laughs> like, because he's that good. Yeah. And he's even he's better than ever right now, man. I think the guy stepped it up since the last time I saw him in the ring. You know, like, yeah. just he's fucking money. Like, this dude, if he doesn't end up in WWE, they're, they're fucking retarded. You know, like, you got to get this dude in there. Because it's not just him being great in the ring. You know, there's a ton of people that are great in the ring. Um, I think Drew Gulak is great in the ring. Is he doing a lot right now? No, because he's, he's not, he doesn't have a great character or anything, you know? But, like, Omega is one of those guys you can brand. You know what I mean? Like you can yeah. put a, you can put this guy behind a fucking company and have him run that shit. He's got a ton of charisma too. And the thing about him is, I think you know it definitely benefited him a lot. You know, being in Japan and and wrestling the top talent. You know, and I mean, it keeps you on top of your game to have to step up. You know, and and reach the capabilities of somebody else you're in the ring with, as opposed to you know some guys that kind of flounder and you know bounce from. You know, these little indie companies out here and stuff. And maybe they get the top competition. Maybe they don't. They wind up mid-card. They wind up here or there. And, you know, Japan is just bring it every time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, dude, hands down, one of my uh, one of my favorite matches of the year was this match. And ironically enough, like, three of my favorite matches of the year are the Kenny Omega matches, you know. Dude's just fucking killing it. Uh, main event was uh, Okada against Cody Rhodes in, like, a half-hour match. Um, hands down the greatest uh, Cody Rhodes match I've ever seen. And I, I said that going into the show. I knew Okada's going to bring the best out of the guy. You're not going to go and follow fucking Omega and Okada, you know, two times in a row, fucking absolutely killing it, and uh, debut in the States and have Cody Rhodes half-ass it. Um, Cody Rhodes was late on a couple spots. He botched a couple spots. But it, was, it wasn't anything that, like, ruined the match. Um, it was good shit, man. I mean, they kind of uh, did that one angle with Cody Rhodes coming out to throw the towel in. For Kenny Omega at the last show, the one uh, that had the one-hour draw, um, and this time Kenny, uh, this time Kenny Omega did the same thing. So he came out with a towel, and uh, he was threatening to throw in the towel and you know have him quit the match. And then uh, at the end, uh, Kenny Omega went face. So he's he's a baby face now, and I'm guessing he's gonna leave Bullet Club soon. And uh, you'll see Bullet Club. I mean, uh, Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes pretty much feud for the next couple of months. So I'm sure that's oh, wow. shit out. Yeah, pretty good shit. I mean, they don't really need him anymore anyway, man. I mean, they got fucking, you know, uh, Marty Squirrel. He's, he's kind of like the, the face of Bullet Club right now. So Kenny Omega can kind of do his own thing and uh, totally fine, I'm sure. Sure. But uh, overall, overall, great fucking show, man. I know tonight they got uh, Rapungi Vice going against the Young Bucks in a tag match. They got fucking, um, I believe, Kenny Omega. Is it Okada again? I don't know, but they, they're using the same talent. It's going to be a fucking great show, and uh, it'll be on next Friday on Access. Anyway. Let me also say, um, Kenny Omega is an openly gay dude, right? Uh, I don't think so, but a lot of people say he is gay. No, I, I thought he was, but maybe he's not. I mean, let's just say, hypothetically, let's say he is. Yeah. That dude is, as you just said, you know, top guy in the fucking business, pretty much, and he doesn't need to do the shit that the people who claim they aren't gay doing in the fucking ring. It's, it's crazy the type of shit that goes on. And if he is legitimately gay, you would never even know the difference. He's just another wrestler doing what he does wrestle. And then whatever he does outside, you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's his, his personal life. And I don't have a problem whatsoever with whatever he chooses to do with his personal life. So a lot of times, like I just got, I get kind of painted into a corner where I just have to, you know, 
yells, you know, fuck this faggot shit all the time because, like, everyone's trying to blow each other in the ring, but it's not really, like, a problem with gay people. It's a problem with it becoming part of the entertainment, so... Honestly, dude, if... if um, I would think if a gay person was watching this product, they would probably be offended because they're kind of, like... They're faking their lifestyle and trying to make, like, entertainment out of it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's fine if you're if you're actually gay. Like, that's... Dude, I don't care if you're gay. Like, do what you gotta do. You know, it doesn't bother me. I just don't like it when when it's it's like a comedy segment. Like it's it's a form of entertainment. It's not entertaining to me. I have absolutely no problem with gay people. It's just I just don't want to watch it as entertainment. I don't think the gay people are offended because they look at them just like I look at them and I and they go, Those guys are gay. Uh, they may- <laughs> like it's you could pretend like you're not gay all you want, but like how far are you gonna go into the gay world before you fucking backpedal and go, Oh, that was just for show. Yeah. Like, dude, you just blew a guy. That's not you're not allowed to just not be gay now. Yeah, you can't go back on that, man. Once you once you this guy's balls on your face. <laughs> you're just gonna go back to normal. Yeah, once you stuff a dick down your throat, man, I'm sorry, man. You can't you can't go back from that. But no. I guess uh, Kenny Omega is going uh, against Jay Lethal tonight. That'll be, oh, okay. That'll be fucking dope. Um, yeah. They got Ishii against Zack Sabre Jr. tonight. Um, they got the Bullet Club, which is Hangman Page, uh, Tama Tonga, and Tanga Roa. Uh, the Gorillas of Warfare going against Michael Elegant and uh, War Machine. Um, that'll be good. Rapongi Vice against Young Bucks. Uh, Bullet Club against Chaos again. And um, Billy Gunn and Tanahashi and Kenny Omega against Ishii. So... They got a they got a decent fucking lineup, but yeah, Kenny Omega, yeah, Kenny Omega and Jay Lethal—that's something I definitely will see. Sure. Yeah. Um, let me see what else we got. We got also uh, we talked about Joe Gacy, but um, David Russell, man, he's got a he's got the info. Have you heard the <laughs> the death match, death match, Russell. <laughs> like who the fuck even put in the energy to do that shit? Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine that someone was like, oh, yeah, I'll scream at the top of my lungs or shit. <laughs> Yo, Boxman, do you think do you think we can go uh, go on Spreaker right now and play uh, play the latest episode, the intro? It's it's fucking fantastic. People have to hear this. Yeah, give me a sec. Uh, Let me jump over here. I'll, I'll open the, the, the fucking gates to... It's okay. so amazingly funny. It really is. And uh, his... his... I, I don't even. His presentation overall is just bananas. It, it's fucking crazy. I mean, it's special. It's fantastic. Though. Yeah, it's something else. I mean, it's it's like nothing else. That he might as well just you know steal CCW's fucking uh, tagline. Yeah, yeah, he is CCW man. While uh, Boxman finds that, uh, definitely check out uh, Hybrid Wrestling Friday, uh, July twenty eighth, in Eddystone, PA. Um, they got a uh, fucking Nick Gage going against Homicide, which I'm I'm definitely excited about. That's going to be a good match. Facade going against Joey Janela, um, I'm sure that'll be a good match. They also have Abyss going against Matt Tremont in um in a hardcore match. Um, I'm actually excited about that, man. I want to. I think Abyss is another guy that uh, GCW will probably eventually bring in. You'll probably see the rematch in GCW sometime, um, where they can go all out with like light tubes and all kinds of shit. Um, they also have the House of Glory guys coming in. Ken Broadway and uh, Matt Travis. They're going against in a, in a four-way against uh, Private Party. So that'll be good shit. Um, hopefully, John, JP Mayer won't fucking carry out Private Party to the to the locker room. I don't know what that Jesus was about. Fuck, I, I was, you know, 
as far as the abyss thing, I know he's done some death. Uh, well, nah, he's done some hardcore stuff. Do you really think he'll go all out and like piles of light tubes and shit like that? I don't know. I feel like that's a little bit much to ask. I mean, he's he's not the youngest guy in the world either. It's like a huge leap. Yeah, I know he's done like uh, nails, barbed wire attacks, and all that kind of shit. Um, only thing he hasn't done really is is glass. I mean, he's done fire before, I believe. Um, glass is the only thing he hasn't done. So I don't know. Nails could be pretty gimmicked, you know, as far as, right. you know, actually taking them, you know, so. Well, so can barbed wire. I think tax is the hardest thing to, you know, because either way, even if you fucking take the tax down the tips, it's still, you know, it's still going to fucking hurt. Getting yeah. onto that shit. You know what I mean? But uh, they also have Ethan Page going against Teddy Hart. Uh, so it should be a good show, man. There's like four or five fucking uh, main event caliber matches on there. So definitely check that out. I'll be at the show. And uh, the following night is GCW. Um, they're doing some good shit over there too, so definitely check that out. Buck, yeah. got this uh, this fantastic intro that uh, we should bless the people with. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You're welcome in advance because you're gonna want to hear this. I mean, does the music go? Do we have to go through the music or? No, I think I think the first thing is just the music. I think it's all of it. Yeah. Well, here, go here. <laughs> <laughs> Who fucked their voice up over that dude? Deathmatch Russell. <laughs> Some people just like screaming. I, 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 it's I, like I'll scream about anything right now. Fucking tell me what it is. Meanwhile, oh, meanwhile, I believe with our help, he is up to two followers. By the way, nice, nice. We got yeah. we got him an extra follower, people. And uh, I mean, yeah, I'd imagine we're one of them. <laughs> so no, we're not. No. no. Oh shit. Yeah, I've never clicked anything that would. Hopefully, register that he <laughs> that I'm even listening. Yo, I listen what, incognito. How much do you think he came out of pocket for this uh, for this intro? Two followers to listen to. Holy shit! I'm because yeah. And this this was another classic interview with uh, Chewy Martinez where um, he asked him various things like, "Is there anything you'd like to ask me?" And uh, <laughs> you know, him off guard too. He was like, "Wait, you want me to ask you questions?" Oh. He's like, yeah. Like, uh, Why didn't... And then he gave him a list of like possible questions. Why didn't like, you guys you know, like, timestamp well... that? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, what so What were the first things that I used to watch as a kid? All right. And he's like, all right. Look, what were the first things you used to watch? It's a, <laughs> I mean, if... it's a 46 <laughs> yeah, minute interview, right? How long could it be? Seriously. Wait. Dude, it's, uh, I th- I'm pretty sure it's the last eight minutes. I think it starts It starts getting, uh, getting pretty wild towards the end. But uh, I love the one part. <laughs> Yeah. Book. No, no, it's it's before before that. the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like ten minutes before that. It's before he plays an entire random song to end the show. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> fucking, I fucking yeah. win. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Clark man, that's a, that's a, that's a tough ass bitch. <laughs> and, he, and then Chewie got kind of awkward. <laughs> he's like, yeah, dude. Couple <laughs> ideas, you know, give him some ends, you know. Teach him some stuff. you, man, I'm giving some pointers, bro. No problem. I can't even hear this, to be honest with you. It's so echoey. 
when he records it on an iPad. There's no fucking. Sounds like he's recording in the bathroom on an iPad in the shower. He might be. He tells him, uh, I'm a sick builder, man. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, yeah, like, like I'm I'm the Jersey Shore sick bastard. Yeah, yeah. I'm. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I am, and Chewie's like, "Yeah, it's got it's got a ring to it." Dave from Jersey Shore, man, Blood Bro Pro. I like that actually. That's 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 so terrible, dude. It's, uh, it's not Blood Bro Pro. His execution of a question is is like none other. Yeah, yeah. The best part is um, he fucking he keeps forgetting Drew Chaos's name. And he, he sees this dude at every fucking show for like years. <laughs> uh, my friend uh, Drew, Drew Chaos. Uh, Chaos. Yeah, he says shit like Chaos. You know, Drew Chaos. Dude, it's chaos. Like, it's on. chaos, dude. It's it's a like he didn't make the word up. It existed before he started using it as a wrestling thing. And like, why do Chaos? And you're friends with the fucking guy. Like, you can't. Get it. Between the actual word and being friends with the guy, you can't fucking nail chaos. Yeah, it's a... Oh Jesus, oh, it's so good. Uh, anyway, let's uh, maybe we'll get him another follower this week. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and play this uh, greatness. Oh, I got to play more of it. Play play a few seconds. We have to we have to <laughs> tease right please. <laughs> I'm stalling because I closed it. Give me a second here, will you? Oh, okay. Here, yeah, you just yeah, want no, me to go like to, in the middle to... and just start it somewhere? Yeah, just a nice little any dude anywhere in that interview is interview. Thirty second chunk of that interview. Oh yeah. hold on. Let me uh let me turn this up. All right, just here we do go. this on a weekly segment. Just just Yeah, the weekly <laughs> weekly Russell random clip. Here we go. Yeah. We're gonna go to twenty eleven. All right. Sick back. Bastard audio. You know what? They did a match like that, I think. Uh, who was it? Joey? Uh, there's a guy, Joey Janella, I think his name is. He's a crazy kid, too. But yeah, he did an invisible match one time at a dojo match. It was funny. It's fun. Those East Coast kids are pretty cool, man. I like their style, but you gotta remember us yeah, West Coast. I know, us man. West Coast guys have been doing that shit for a long time. I'm just glad the East Coast. He's guys. still not letting the motherfucker answer. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I know, no, no, I know, I know, I know. You're dude. I'm, I'm there. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, preaching to the choir, man. Do, do, say no more. Say no more. It's a fucking interview, you stupid asshole. Yo, I'm, I'm literally in tears. <laughs> I am crying. He's too much. You want more, don't like you? He, you want more. He, like, he's not sure who Joey Janela is. He fucking, <laughs> he follows him around every fucking. He, he, He's his biggest fan, and he just, you know, guy, Joey, uh, I think his name's Joey Janella. Yeah, I, I think that's him. Oh, yeah. He had an, in, he goes, he had an invisible match at the dojo. An invisible match. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure everybody was at the dojo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, this is like crack. I need more. <laughs> yeah, please. Just, just yeah, have at it. <laughs> Pick another spot. Okay, okay. All right, let's go with uh, 2618. Here we go. Brown, and then I, and then I won, so I had to go to the finals, and yeah. then, then I won the finals. So, like, I'm still fighting with this fucking shit in my ass. Yeah. And I don't like hospitals, bro. No, nobody I does. 
I've been to two in the last fucking five years, which one was yeah. in Mexico, yeah. which was the cheapest fucking, yeah. uh-huh. cheapest, Mex- uh, cheapest emergency yeah. uh, visit I ever went was like equivalent to $4.64. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was the whole total where they gave me everything, antibiotics, fucking, they shot me up, they gave me good drugs, everything, yeah. and that's yeah. the total cost of that whole fucking visit. <laughs> oh, that's what Just give you some morphine. <laughs> Just give you the morphine, you know? <laughs> So, uh, I... The guys never laugh. He's the only one ever laughing. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it's insane. By the end of the interview, like, he is just stomping on Chewy Martinez. Like, he's, he's trying to talk, and he is fucking bulling through every one of his sentences. Well, let's see. I'll go to... Let's see. The interview's 46. I'll go to 37.53. Let's see here. Yeah, you should get some, I'm like, if, no, if you want but you to ask give him a couple ideas. Well, I'm sorry, what? You, you should get some of that, like, you want to ask me any question shit towards the end. Oh, I'm hoping. For, from this point, I might just play it until I get it. Here. <laughs> you know, give him some ends, you know? Teach him some For stuff. For you, man, I'm giving him some pointers, bro. No problem. You know, because he's, uh, that's going to be awesome. Today. He's, he's in there with, uh, I think, Ray, uh, Ray, but. Uh, Bastro, Bastro, or some, yeah, right. Ray Basura. Yeah, yeah. That's my buddy, man. Uh, he, he's been traveling. He's been one of my kids. And he's been traveling around with me. He was at a, yeah, yeah, <sighs> <laughs> yeah. He does a lot of real crazy out of breath shit. Like right after he asks something, he seems like he takes like a, <laughs> like I don't know what he's doing. Marking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, for years, dude, for about seven years now. I'm going to have him on in a couple days, too, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, he's a cool dude, man. You're like, that. that's my boy, man. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's didn't know his name. Like, fucking nah, 30 seconds ago, yeah. now he's out yeah, on If I wasn't show. taking the drink, I was going to say, learn to fucking say his name first, dickhead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you dickhead, dude. <laughs> All right, hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll call him. He's hey, that's one of my besties, dude, but we don't give a fuck. We'll beat the <laughs> fuck out of each other. Beat the fuck out of each other. Drop of the hat, brother. That's awesome. Yeah, so give, yeah, so Drew's excited for his first, uh, you know, so Drew's excited for his first time out there, and it's gonna be awesome for him to uh, show what he's, you know, show them what it's all about, you know. He just never done it, you know. It's know. a photographer, dude. He's a photographer, you know. I'm sure you've seen yeah, all. We, I, I've wrestled a cool. A, cool, a couple of photographers in his yeah. match scene, you know? Yeah, but this this kid's the awesome. Like, I, I wrestle Wax, man. Dude, Wax well, is I, awesome. Wax is awesome. He's a photographer. He's I know. a photographer. Uh, I, I wrestled him in 2010. Yeah. At the King of the Death matches with broken fucking Okay, I need a break. I'm laughing too hard. This guy's great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, maybe he's something else. Yeah, maybe we'll play another thirty second when we uh, when we wrap it up. But uh, one more thing I had that I wanted to mention was uh, David Starr was in progress in the in the UK. That's that's and, um, He does the dick spot. So his dick spot is is this taunt where he says, dick, "Look at it." The dick spot. Yeah, and he <laughs> says he does the dick spot. Yeah, he, the fact that that even holds any weight and like someone would know what we're talking about signifies how far this has gone in wrestling and how terribly plagued wrestling is with fucking you know he did the dick spot jesus fucking christ yeah i mean wrestling is like totally gay now man so oh it is it's tremendously gay yeah you can't can't deny that anymore um but basically he does this thing where uh he like face humps the dude for a second basically 
um, sticks his dick in the dude's face, and like the guy sells it, like he got head butted by Ishi or some shit. Yeah, he's got like six dudes lined up, and they're all like fucking acting woozy for like three minutes while he's running around the ring trying to get a get a jump start on the dick spot. And then he comes in and he fucking pokes his dick in each of their faces, and then he like. I think the last one, like, the guy, like, bit his dick, so he had his dick in his mouth. Well, okay. I watched this. First of all, it is a pelvic thrust to the face. It's, it's air It is what yeah, it is. Yeah, but the dude's dick in And then face. the last guy gets up, and he's dressed in all pink, in case you didn't notice, and he's asking for the pelvic thrust to the face with the dick again. Yeah, he no sold the dick spot. Yes, t- just to just to get it again and bite that Classic shit. Classic no sell dick spot. Absolutely. Classic vin- vintage no sell dick spot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do they call that the um the, in the uh, the Japan the the burning uh what do they call that the when they no sell some shit? Oh, I I I I forget. Uh, it's just horrible to even discuss this but yes that is what happened so really he was asking for more dick okay i didn't even catch that part so that yeah he was even all right so he just he, he was loving <laughs> she dick. didn't even make it to the end yet posted the clip <laughs> Too much that's how he watches shows i mean to be fair whether he liked it or not he usually checks out before it's over yeah that's true uh yeah dude i just i don't know man i just i'm not a fan of this i know when i posted it like 90 percent of the people that commented were not fans of it uh, that Alex kid, like, obviously we have different interests in life because he's, he's a huge fan of the Joey Ryan dick spot. Is yeah, I don't like that kid. Um, that, <laughs> I don't like that kid. He, um, he, he posted something said, uh, well, if anybody says that this is killing wrestling, I'm going to do the biggest face palm. And I responded with good shit in your hand first. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because to me, it kills wrestling. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I uh, this is this is how this works. This is why like wrestlers can't tell me you know how I feel about things, and fans can't tell me that it's not killing it. If it makes me not want to watch wrestling, that's it killing wrestling for me. It obviously doesn't kill it for you because you enjoy it. But if if they're doing some shit in the ring, and the next time i don't want to turn my tv on to that same thing again it, it is actually killed wrestling for me that that's the, the definition of it so i mean it, it may not be for you and it, you know but if it if it turns people off of watching it all together that's that's killing wrestling for those people so yeah go that's shit in your palm and and <laughs> fucking put it on your face yeah, I mean, dude, there's a ton of people that like this shit. So again, it's not killing the the business per se, because it's right. some people like it. Killing it for for guys like you and I, though, clearly, right? Not, not not killing it like wrestling is gonna go out of business because it happened. But people like myself are are just not going to watch it. So yeah, so I don't know, man. God God bless whoever's getting in the ring with these guys, with Joey Ryan and David Starr and all, all the ass shit that's going on in uh, <laughs> indie wrestling. Uh, once again, Jim Cornette, I'm, I'm looking forward to his rant because I'm sure someone's going to tweet this to him and he'll probably lose his shit. So maybe we'll have a Jim Cornette rant uh, to talk about next week. These cocksuckers. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say me and that Alex kid don't watch the same type of porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not, man. He's, Watching dick sucking the... porn. I can't believe this shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
loves the the cuckold category. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just not. That's not the it's not the same category. Yeah. But uh anything else? Probably not even the same site. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably not. Anything else uh that I missed that uh you want to bring up? I don't think so. Yeah, we had most topics. Uh <laughs> Boxman, what do you say? Let's let's play another thirty second clip of uh David C. Russell's uh Give him what you want. Uh, yeah, give <laughs> exactly. This is what they're tuning in for. All right. <laughs> yeah, they don't tune in. It's like looking Yakuza hot tag podcast fucking piggybacking on my listeners. <laughs> fucking bullshit. They got to play my shit to get listeners. Well, we do have more than two followers. I'll just say that. Um, well, you know where those two came from. Uh, <laughs> one's got to be him. And <laughs> yeah. somebody else. Mom, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, Drew Childs. Joe Gacy's mama. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Drew Childs. <laughs> Most likely. There you go. But, uh, All right. Real quick, obviously, uh, check out Yakuza Kick this Wednesday, blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. Check us out right here, mixler.com slash THD podcast, uh, both on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Um, check out uh, <clears throat> the David C. Russell Deathmatch season. Yeah, because I want this to never end. I mean, check out on Spreaker. You look up Deathmatch Russell. It's you'll find it. I mean, I want this to never end. Dude, so. you know how um, you know how some like it's got to be a weekly segment now. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a weekly segment. It has to be, especially yeah. the we. I just have to cut the part where he asks. Oh, do you have any questions for me? I think a weekly yeah. segment of that, that's, that's fine. And we got to pull, like, legitimate clips. I mean, we're doing this on the fly now, but, we, you know, we, we know what we want to do. This is oh, this is hilarity. Yeah. Timestamps. Definitely, yes. definitely. Yes. Great. Just, Just, uh, I'll this. find them. Let me but, know. Uh, All right. Do you want a few yeah. more seconds of this, or do you want to do more plugs? No, I was going to plug his shit. Go, Go. On, check out Patch <laughs> Russell. Definitely, uh, definitely some great stuff going on. But, yo, you know how, like, people do uh, – the chant like fight forever when there's like a real good match. The, the real corny. Yeah, match. I don't like that. <laughs> what if he gets over enough where uh, the whole CZW crowd is just going podcast forever? I would fucking die, dude. This guy has to keep this going for life. If I have to plug it every week, we need to get him get him going, man. I need I need this forever. This needs to be yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Well, on that note, here's your 30 seconds of glory. We're going to long for that, bud. We're all about having a good time and living fucking free, bro. Yeah, well, hope, hopefully one day I'll meet you and we'll yeah, we'll hook up at a show, you know? You never know where I'll be. Hey, man, you tell me anywhere and hopefully I can get over there on that side soon, bro. I know. I'll pass the word around to my local guys, too, and see what... Man, you need to, man. All right. get to sit fucking cross and let these motherfuckers see some demon up there in the East Coast. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's legit, you know? <laughs> cool, man. You got anything else you want to say, or are, want to close I'm it out? Good, man. All right. I'm just, I'm just glad to fucking uh, help you out through the show here, man, and be on no. here with you, man, and have a good time. And I'm, yeah. I'm definitely uh, almost finishing my blunt, so this has been a good blunt talk, bro, for sure. Right, right. Well, I'll enjoy watching another Chronicle this week. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, man, my first dab ever, bro. Yeah. But, hey, as long as they keep giving me free dabs, I'm going to still keep saying it's my first dab ever. <laughs> right on. All right, Chewy. Yeah. That, so that's that's some crazy shit, bro. It really. <laughs> is. All right, Chewy. Thank you for being on my show, and you have a good night, man. 
and I'll talk to you cool, soon. Man. Thanks for having me on, brother. Much love. Yeah, we so must have just Thank missed you. that uh, question segment because it was right before That's right, you know, they fans, went. You heard the... it from Chuy Martinez. He's okay. Right. There you go. And I guess uh, on that note, yeah, we'll be back uh, next Sunday, uh, same time, eight thirty p.m. Eastern time, right here. Thanks for nice. listening. Peace. All right.